Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are anchor moms. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. We are broadcasting from our own homes, our um, in-home studios, we're calling it. Mm. Sounds fancy. Yeah. I mean, um, a.k.a. my bedroom. (laughs) Uh, A.k.a. my basement. Ingrid's actually is an in-home studio, though, because you really are doing weather from there. True. But it still has, like, a dingy old couch from Ikea that I've had for, like, I don't know, 15 years. So it's not, like, a, a super nice studio, but, you know, it is what it is. Okay. Sure, well, sure. Yeah. We'll take, so you we'll guys, you guys doing okay? Oh, um, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, same as last week. I, I think we've already talked about this. I just, it's, like, every day is Groundhog Day for me. So, I don't know. Some days are better than others, you know? Yeah, it is like Groundhog Day, but at the same time, it's kind of like I have my really bad days, and then mm-hmm. the next day I'm like, I got it. Like, I, I feel great. Like, I can do this. Like, you know, I can take advantage of this opportunity and spend extra time with my kids, and and I just feel positive about everything, and then something happens, and then it all, like, just hits the fan, and you're right <laughs> back where you were the day before. You know what I mean? It's just like this this dichotomy of good and bad days. The extremes are so extreme. Well, I don't know if this is mm-hmm. you guys, but Brian and I are, like, like – three times a day we're like at each other's throats like can't stand each other and then like the next hour we're like okay we got this this is good <sighs> we can do this like we're good like this is good this is good like we can do this like we get through yeah. this and then like the next hour we're like don't even talk to me like I can't believe I have to spend like, every waking moment with you you're driving me crazy Mom, the couch, you know? I know like we're good we're good we're good so, I know yeah it's a lot of up and down for sure. Yeah. Um, so I think we should start this week with something positive and not depressing. Yeah. Um, what is the first vacation you're going to take when this is all over? Oh, that's easy. Um, New York City, because my trip to New York City got canceled. So oh, now, we yeah. have, now, we, now we have this like flight that we have to use before the end of the year. So it's kind of like a forced vacation that we're going to have to take, which is kind of exciting because yeah. we've already spent yeah. the money. I can't wait to like go and sit in a crowded restaurant and walk down a crowded street mm. and like, I don't know, be in Rockefeller Center with like millions of people. And like, who yeah. would, I would never have said that a couple of months ago, you know? Exactly. Um, first of all, we have the same book about New York City and colors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that yeah. book. Very, it like, is a good one. It's like very like New York yeah. City, like. New York yeah. dressed in black, 
you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Our hip- kids love it's that like one. hipster. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I really, really, which this wasn't even like planned for this year. So it's funny that this is on my mind, but I am dying to go to the beach. Yeah. I think just because it's like open and vast and I feel so trapped in my home right now. Yeah. I am just like, can we, can this please be over before... I don't know, fall when you can still go to the beach. And I don't even really care what beach and I don't even really care how warm it is as long as it's like, you know, manageable. But I just want my whole family on the beach in the sunshine with like so much room to run and play. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They better not keep the beaches closed for the summer. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? I know. Go to the beach. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Let me tell you, like, the other thing I've been thinking about. If you um, live in Western North Carolina, you'll appreciate this. Um, If you don't live here in Asheville, you should, when all of this is over, come and visit. Um, Is a, um, the lobster nachos at, uh, and la calle. That's like a little Mexican, I don't know, fancy Mexican spot here in Asheville. And like those, um, the Caliente margaritas. And a Caliente margarita. I am like going to be in line uh, to like have some of that once things like reopen here in Asheville. That sounds amazing. Do you know what else I really miss, which is another Asheville thing, is we have tons of really cool breweries and spaces where the kids Mm -hmm. can run around. And I just want to like go to New Belgium and have all the kids running around and see random people and. Yes, yes, yeah. I just really want to be outside and surrounded yeah. by people, apparently. Yeah. So those are the two things we can't do right now. So do you know what's funny is um, Brian, again, my husband has been like catching up on his Anchor Mom podcast. And it was the podcast. Uh-oh. I can't remember if we were coming back from Christmas from New York or like maybe, maybe it was just that recent trip that we took not that long ago to San Diego. And he's mm-hmm. like, at the very end of my story, I'm, I say, oh, I don't like, I, we're, we're staying home for a while. We're not traveling anywhere for a while. And he's like, <laughs> little did you know, like, you know, be careful what you wish for. I know like, exactly. Yeah, you cursed like, yourself. Oh, the things that you take for granted when you can't leave your house. I feel mm-hmm. like everybody in America must be, fe- I mean, you must be feeling, everybody must be feeling that way. Yeah. So we um, actually have articles for today. Katie, thank you. Did some planning for us. From the news desk. So the first one is from the New York. uh, And I thought this was good. It really just kind of, and and we talked about this a little bit last week, but reminding ourselves that providing a stable home for our children is really the biggest thing right now, Um, which I... um, uh, I just feel like I- I'm stressed about everything <laughs> right now, as I'm sure most of us are. And, you know, to step back and say, you know what, if our kids feel loved, who cares if they're watching too much TV for a month or whatever, you know, um, mm-hmm. who cares if they're learning exactly the same amount that they would be in preschool? Uh, so I don't know. It just, it just made me kind of feel better and it also talked about how this is such an unprecedented time there's no studies there's nothing that can tell us like how this is going to impact our kids or even us as adults or you know all of society um and so we can't really you know try to guess anything we just have to love on our kids 
Yeah, I thought yeah. it was funny that the studies or like the examples that they were using um, were looking at um, kids who like lived through Hurricane Katrina or World War II. I mean, because there's no equivalent to this. I mean, I feel like that's like digging pretty deep, like natural disasters and World War II, like, you know, how many years ago, right? There's mm -hmm. just no, like you said, there's no instruction booklet for this because it's like a once in a lifetime, once in a generation. Right. Thing, you know? Yeah, and they say that, um, you know, again, when they look back at those natural disasters, wars, that the separation from parents is what creates insecure mm -hmm. attachment styles. So, like, during bombings and that sort of thing, if you weren't with your parents, um, those kids have insecure attachment styles. Even compared to the kids who also were dealing with, for example, bombings, but were with their parents during that time. So, hopefully that can provide some comfort mm -hmm. to all of us parents who may be complaining about being stuck with our kids in reality, maybe that's actually what's going to be saving our kids is this, um, love that we can give them. And the fact that we are able to spend time with them. Um, something else I noticed in this article is that, um, it, and I, have been thinking about this and I think we are a good example of this as well, because we have, we have a lot of resources, the three of us um, and our families, but this whole pandemic is going to create an even bigger gap between the most fortunate mm -hmm. and low income families. And again, I mean, those are the, those are the families that need the most help. And again, those are the families that are going to be hurt the most out of this. Uh, for example, there's going to be, there has already been a spike in child abuse which is just heartbreaking. I mean, domestic abuse in general is going up because of all of this. Um, and, and, you know, we're worried about like homework and, you know, child's like tantrums, but some kids are, are in a violent home. Um, so it's, it's things like this that list in this New York times article that, um, you know, if you are in, you know, in, in an affluent family or your, you know, the, the fortunate side of things, it'll probably put things into perspective for you a little bit mm -hmm. and make it easier to get through these tough days. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. This, you know, when they talk about kids who like who were an abusive household who, I mean, part of their, like the good part in their life is going to school, going to after school activities. Cause those are the people who are like warm and kind and provide, you know, stable relationships for them. And that to think that they're now like self-isolating in this, in like these like family units that are toxic. It's just, it's just horrific. And it does make you appreciate what you have um, and that you're able to provide like a stable situation for your kid, even if like you have rough days, you know? You know, just last night we had some difficulty at, um, um, bedtime, uh, for both of my kids. And, you know, my husband and I are exhausted, you know, we were frustrated with both kids, you know, it was an hour past their bedtime. And then I read this article. And one of the things that says is expect an increase in tantrums, challenges with sleep, etc. And it just made me feel like a little bit guilty because, you know, again, we talked about this last week, but these kids are also going through all of these changes. So, mm -hmm. you know, give them a little bit of wiggle room, I guess if they are throwing fits or not being really quite as good as they typically are. Yeah. I yeah. totally feel like your kids can sense like river is not quite too, but I totally feel like she can sense that this is like not normal. What's happening is mm -hmm. not normal, you know? So yeah. Mama, mama. Mom's the word. Mama, mama, mama. mama, mama. 
Um, you guys have any recommendations for everyone stuck at home? Any fun things to do, see, watch, listen to? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a, <laughs> one, one really good recommendation that you probably have heard about. If not, then okay. you're living under a rock. Okay. Tiger King. Oh, Woo! my God. I mean, okay, first of all, we're, we oof. haven't finished it yet, so don't ruin it. Okay. Oh okay, God. I haven't either. Not, like, I mean, literally, I think we finished it in two nights because we were like, <laughs> is this real life? It's like, yeah. it's like the one escape from the craziness of our world right now is just these people. They're crazy. It's on Netflix, by the way. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's on yeah, Netflix. Netflix. There, are, there yeah. are seven episodes. Um, I, yeah, I've only watched like four of them. So, yeah, don't, don't, don't ruin it for me. But, um, oh, like, just seeing – just, like, watching the – I mean, I, can only, I can't watch TV during the week. I can only watch it on the weekends. So, um, but anyways, it'll take some time for me to get through it. But um, the memes that I've seen out there, too, mm-hmm. are so funny. <laughs> uh, anyways. That's my that's my recommendation. Um, you know what's so funny, Ingrid, is that the other night I said to Gregory, you know, I think I, I mean I've been up since six thirty and I've been working like the whole day, whether it's with watching the kids or really doing my real work. And so when you add it all up, I'm like, huh, you know, it's whatever time. I've been working for fourteen, fifteen straight hours. I'm exhausted. I should just go to bed, but all right. I want to do is watch Tiger King. <laughs> like, that's it, Tiger King. Like, I, like uh, why in the mornings I'm so tired and I'm like, oh, my gosh, tonight I'm going to go straight to bed when everything's done. And then every night I'm like, I just got to do it. I got to You got to do it. It's just like that, like, one little break from, as Katie said, yeah. all the stress and tension and drama of your own life to just, like, and also, let's be real, like, our lives are nothing compared to the drama of, tiger king's crazy mm-hmm. exotic life anyways you guys it is such like trash random tv it's but it's so, so entertaining it's it so is entertaining the trashiest of the trash and under normal circumstances <laughs> i would be like no no yeah we don't normally no. for the record we don't normally watch shows like this but desperate but, times like, you desperate watch, times you watch, like nature documentaries right is basically what yes, you're saying, yes. right no yeah. no yeah. but <laughs> yeah anyway i'm glad you brought that up ingrid because i also had that on my list and i love it um katie what do you have okay so you know i'm a big reader um i have been reading and this one's kind of the title is my dark vanessa kate by kate elizabeth russell um i just finished it last week um it's i, I will say this it's not as um it's definitely not trashy like Tiger King and it's definitely not uplifting. Um, and it kind of has to do with like the me too movement. Um, mm. it's a girl who actually ends up having a weird relationship with her teacher in high school and how it sort of like impacts her whole life. But I think it's really timely in the world that we live in. And, um, I thought it was really good and maybe, maybe a little depressing, um, but definitely worth a read just because I think, again, I think, um, if you're living through these like me too moments, you'll be able to, identify and sort of see how it all evolved. It takes place a couple of years ago before Me Too movement, movement was a thing. Um, the other thing is, is I just discovered this podcast. Um, it's uh, Unlocking Us by Brene Brown. And I'm not normally a self-help person, but in these times, like I feel like we could all use a little bit of self-help. Um, and she talks a little bit about um, being courageous and doing things for the first time. I've only listened to, I think there's like three or four episodes. It's, it's just started. It actually started like during the pandemic. Like the first episode is like, the first week of the coronavirus. 
Um, and uh, I think it's pretty good. And it's like uplifting. And I've been listening to it like while I'm working out or walking or like cleaning the house. So again, that's unlocking say it, us. Say it again. Unlocking, unlocking us. us. Yeah, okay. By Brene Brown. Okay. Um, yeah, so so I, I have an app that I don't know if you guys have heard of this. The House Party app. Do you have it? Mm-mm. Okay. Is this what you listen to like right after? Or do you use this like while you're watching Joe Exotic? The no, no. <laughs> um, no, this is an app that you can, it's basically like a FaceTime app, oh, but okay. you can use, so we were FaceTiming with a couple, some friends in New Jersey actually last night. And so you're like, it's like, you know, Skype or FaceTime or Zoom or any of those, but then you can hit a button and you can play a bunch of games. So you can do like Pictionary or charades what? and it's really easy to use mm. and it's really fun. It's cool. really fun. <clears throat> So house party app, it's free and easy to okay. use, whatever. Okay. Um, so that's good when you're doing these FaceTimes with friends. Um, and on a similar note, and this is a little bit embarrassing to admit, oh, but um, tell us, so tell us. the Zatkalak family are really big um, card players. We play a lot of card games. Like gin rummy or like, what do you play? No, no, well, we play like up and down the river and pinochle and hearts and just a lot of stuff. Wait, are so, your kids playing? No, no, no. These are like adults. Yeah. Like my family, like my parents, my siblings, all of that. And they have older kids. So some of their kids can play. But anyway, so there's this, it's not an app, but it's a website called Card Z Mania. And so we did it last night and it was so fun. So we um, just had like a audio call, like a FaceTime audio call. So all of us were on it, like six of us. And then you're playing the card game on your phone, but it's like really easy to use. And it was as if we were all together just playing cards for a couple of hours. And it was, it was really nice. Cool. Let's so, take a anyway, I like it. if you're a dorky card player like me and my, the Zach family, then Cardsy Mania. And then also just for fun, normal games, house party. <laughs> okay. I like it. Okay, guys. Ready to get back to the news? Yes. Did you okay. give a recommendation? What was your rec- recommendation? <sighs> Tiger King. Tiger King. Duh. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. And Carol, what's the lady's name? Carol Baskin. What? Carol Baskin. Baskin. Carol Baskin. <laughs> I just okay, realized yeah. that you're wearing like a uh, cat print <laughs> sweatshirt right now, Katie. Like Katie wants to be the, I'm, um, Katie wants to be the Tiger Carol Baskin right you're now. You're like manifesting into this like exactly. Carol Bass singer. Exactly. Hey there, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> Hi there, all. How did she say? Hey there, all you cool cats and kittens. Cats and kittens. Hi there. It's funny. My Brian was like, Brian uh, was like, uh, like, what is like, what is that sweatshirt? Like, do we own that sweatshirt? Like, are you really wearing that? Like, I got dressed up for you guys, so you're welcome. This is for you. The sweatshirt. Oh, is for oh, you. It's yeah. All right, let's yeah. actually get to the news here. Okay. Okay. In other news. Okay, so this next article is something I think a lot of people can uh, relate to. It talks about the COVID-19, as in when you gain 19 pounds after all of this is said and done. So this article is from the BBC, and it talks a lot about stress eating. Um, and And just talking about these sort of things, I know, can be a trigger for some people, too. Um, who have disordered eating. So um, heads up if you are one of those people. Um, But, you know, I think what this article is doing is trying to kind of rationalize 
why we are turning to high fat, high carb types of foods in these times of crisis. Um, because again, it will give you some short-term pleasure, right? Like I have dark chocolate at night and I'm like, Oh, this is like, this makes me happy. Just like, just for a second. Right. So it helps kind of remove you from those negative emotions. Um, you know, which is something that we actually do need right now. Okay. So this article is saying, look, give yourself some slack. Like it's okay that you're eating these types of foods every once in a while. Now, Obviously, if you are downing a pizza every single night by yourself, maybe <laughs> that's not great. But if you do it like once a week, like, oh. is that a disordered eating? Probably not at this point. Like, give yourself some slack, um, you know, but they also go through some routines here that you, or, or I'm sorry, some tips that um, can help you kind of break out of this. Because, you know, I don't know if you guys have done this too. It's kind of like after the holidays, how you feel like a little bit, ugh, like a little down. Mm-hmm. You're like, I've eaten too much. I'm, you know, I don't have as much energy. I feel like I've gained a few pounds. Well, no one wants to feel like that when you're already dealing with all these other things. So I'm just going to go through a couple of these tips here. And one of the tips is to keep a routine. Try the same thing for breakfast that you used to have, for lunch, for dinner, um, and also eat those meals together as a family. I mean, you're, you're all in the house at the same time. Why not have a nice meal? You can sit down at the table, you know, pull out those tablecloths, you know, nice napkins or kind of makes you a little bit happy. Um, other tips is to kind of, of course, manage your stress in different ways. Instead of turning to food or sweets or alcohol, try to manage it in some other ways. Um, so I really love this tip, and this is something I'm going to start to do, is to create what this article, this author says is worry time. So allow yourself to ingest Mm. all of this information. Think about all of these awful incomes. If you're going to lose your job, you've already lost your job. What are you going to do? How are you going to pay rent? Someone is sick in your family. And then put those those, uh, worries aside until the next worry time. And that way you can go through your day and not in this high level of stress and anxiety. And therefore, you're not going to be turning to food to kind of mindlessly eat to try to fill that void. Right. And I thought like that was sort a great of compart- compartmentalize it basically. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's a lot easier said than done. Yeah. That's what's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you guys stress eating? Oh yeah. I think I am. I, well, maybe not stress eating. I guess for me, it's like I'm out of my routine. Right. right. So like usually like I have, you know, like my cheese stick, my almonds, my, my little things at work, like during the show. And then I'll yeah. have like like my eggs, you know, like I just kind of got into this routine, but now I'm like always home. Like, I'm not sure if I'm hungry. Cause I'm like running around with the kids. Like, have I even eaten? Like, it's just the lack of routine that's hurting me. I feel like, yeah, I feel like honestly, <laughs> this might sound crazy. In some ways I'm almost eating healthier because hmm. we, we, the stuff we, we don't keep a lot of stuff. And like the only, I would say we have a couple of things that are just for the kids. Um, you know, like they have their like little treats that they like. Um, Mm. but I feel like in general, like in normal life, my big, um, when I'm unhealthy is when we eat out, like Mm -hmm. when we go out, that's when I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get the cheeseburger, like whatever. And so for me, I'm still cooking the same dinners at night, except we're, we've like cut out all that out of like restaurant eating. And that's when I'm probably the least healthy. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like I'm, I, it's that bad for me because we just don't have a lot of junk food in our house. Yeah. And so, and that would be my advice is like, you know, 
we're stuck at home. So if you don't bring it in your house, you're not going to eat it. Right. You know? Right. Um, but I will say, um, you know, we're having a glass of wine at night. <laughs> Things are so stressful or beer, um, you know, and uh, I do think I'm, I might be, you know, it's just like you said, Ingrid, it's just the routine is so hard. And like, yeah, there's days where I'm like, wait, it's easier for me to just like eat the kids leftovers at lunchtime and then move yeah, on to the next thing exactly. rather than make myself a salad or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I've been struggling with the same like routine question. Um, I don't know. What about you, Katie? Yeah, I am. Um, you know that I have I the healthiest I'm- eating Ever. Well, I, I mean, this is the truth is like, and sometimes I sort of wonder if it isn't like a little bit of like disordered eating. Like I'm pretty strict about stuff that I eat like during the week. And I'm like a big, like, I've said this before, like a calorie counter watcher. Like I log my, you know, my protein, my fat, blah, blah, blah. Please. No, I've not done any of that. So I don't know. We don't really keep unhealthy food in our house either, but I definitely feel like I'm eating more yeah I would say I probably am too yeah yeah like just like it's not even necessarily unhealthy stuff but just like cheese and crackers and Mm -hmm. like you know what was I like like I had like chips and salsa yesterday in the middle of the afternoon like I definitely have a glass of wine and I definitely am eating like a couple of cookies every night after dinner which I mean under normal circumstances like this is the truth my schedule has been completely interrupted because I'm not getting up early to go to work. Mm -hmm. So like normally, like I would like eat dinner, sit on the couch for like an hour and like chat with Brian or like do something. And then I would go to bed, but now I'm like up till like 11 o'clock at night, like eating cookies on the couch, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. under normal circumstances, I would have like been in bed two or three hours before I would not have the opportunity to sit on the couch and like eat crap. So I'm trying to give myself a pass. I've, I've mentioned Mm -hmm. this too. Like I've been like trying to be like more active. Like we take lots of walks and making sure I get in like my workout and I'm hoping that it all balances out. But, uh, like depending on how long this whole like self quarantine business goes, like uh, it might not be like, it might not be good. Like if it lasts another like three weeks, I think I'll be fine, but I can't do this for like another, like three months, like this bad eating. (laughs) Well, and, and I just want to say too, um, that, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, hashtag first world problem. You yeah. see that a lot on social media, but it's like, like to complain about eating too much right now is, um, a little, um, maybe Kinda. insensitive yeah. maybe. Yeah. Because there are people who don't have food at all mm-hmm. and <clears throat> their chil- and their children are literally starving and yeah. they have to try to find food from another means, whether it's picking up schools, school lunches, um, restaurants are handing out food. So, you know, and we are mindful of that. I don't want our viewers to think that we're just thinking, oh, we have all this food laying around and we just, you know, we're trying not to eat it for us. But, you know, obviously, you know, it's different circumstances for everyone. But I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Yeah. No, good point. I really, that was one of the things when they closed the schools, you know, a couple of weeks ago was that what are all these kids who are on free and reduced lunches going to do? I do think in our community, it feels like I've seen a lot about different groups and different organizations really reaching out to those kids and trying to hand out meals. So that makes me um, hopeful that the situation's okay. But yeah, you bring up a good point, Ingrid, and I, you know, you just really feel for the folks, um, you know, who, who, who don't have what they need right now. And can I just say one more thing from this article, because this is a good, like, takeaway, is they give some tips. Um, So think about these things that you can do when you are maybe stress eating or reaching for more more, uh, Doritos in the middle of the afternoon. So think of five people you can call when you are feeling upset or stressed. 
Think of five ways to relax, take a bath, you know, go for a walk, etc. Think of five like words of encouragement, self-praise, things that, you know, you're, you're okay. Like I did get that workout in today, like go me. Um, five activities to distract you from this as well. And also check the news less often if at all possible, because it's just, it's going to add to your anxiety and your stress. And that might add to potentially eating more dark chocolate and drinking more wine. So, Listen, dark okay. chocolate, that doesn't sound so bad compared to like, oh, old girl, the Girl Scout cookies I've been eating. Like I like found them in the back, like covered in dust in the back. <gasps> of the room, you know? Oh my gosh. So. I just remember that we have some Girl Scout cookies in our freezer. Dig them out. If there was ever a time to dig out Girl Scout cookies in your freezer, it's during a global pandemic. Do yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so our last article also from the New York times, um, is, uh, how to work from home alongside your partner without losing it. Try spousal distancing to minimize coronavirus conflict when you're stuck at home with your whole family 24 seven. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of people are dealing with this, right? Like you go from like having like nine to five jobs, everybody leaves the house in the morning and comes back in the evening and you know, like you're gone all day, but now people are spending like every waking moment together. Um, and I thought this article had, had some good tips. Um, this woman talks about, you should establish some office rules with your spouse. What are our work hours? Where do we go in the house when one of us needs to take a call? Where will our individual workstations be? And who keeps an eye on the kids and when? I think so many of these things, whether we're talking about like stress eating, um, making sure our kids have um, like feel loved and are okay, even when it comes to like working from home, it's all about keeping like structure right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, <clears throat> like what it's all about is like keeping a routine. So, I mean, this article talks about how like you should change out of your pajamas into like other clothes so that like you both identify the fact, you know, you and your spouse both identify the fact like, oh, okay. Like Katie's working. That's why I put on this leopard sweatshirt guys. So that mm -hmm. everybody in my house, yeah, work that, I was, that I was very, close, very official. Yeah. I just wanted you to know that, but no, I mean like we're even doing it right now. Like Brian, we, you know, you, like the three of us have had to text back and forth all week about identifying a time, like, okay, like when can this, when can our spouses watch the kids? Like Karen, when are you not working? Ingrid, when are you done with the morning show? It's kind of like the same thing. Right. And, the, mm -hmm. and like, when can, like, I think Karen, you mentioned that Gregory is like, you know, staying home a little bit later today so that you can mm -hmm. get this done. It's like just the communication part, I think is huge for all mm -hmm. of this. Um, Ingrid, I know you, like your husband works from home a lot and you're home in the afternoons. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you guys do? Yeah. So we spend a lot of time together. So, um, uh, yeah, some, some tips that I would give. Um, so now me, now that I'm working here all the time for me personally, what I'm doing is trying to like organize my workspace because similarly to your home, a lot of folks are saying, Oh, my house has never been cleaner. You know, everyone's trying to kind of clean up their house because they, everything else is so uh, you know, chaotic, they need right. some sort of order. So again, like organizing my workspace, like at the end of the day, cleaning everything up, putting everything back, shutting my computer down. I'm done with work for the day, plugging yeah. in everything, turning everything off, kind of like establishing like when you would leave the office, for example, for the day, right. kind of try to do that mentally. If you have the opp opportunity to do that, maybe people have to work when the kids go to bed, but that's kind of what I'm doing to, to separate. Um, yeah. So what we have to do is every single day, and we do this, we did this before the pandemic, but we're really doing it now is to plan every day, every day. So 
the start of the day, like I'm up obviously super early and he wakes up early with the kids and then we start texting. Okay. So what's on the calendar for today? Like I have this call at this time. I have this at this time. I'd like to do this. Then we plan out our day. So then there's not like that fight. Like, well, who's watching the kids right now? Right. Like, well, I need to do this. Well, I need to do this. It's like, well, we already established like I'm doing podcasts until, you know, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, whatever. And then you take over and then we, we swap. So it's the sharing of roles. And then usually in the afternoon, we'll do kind of together as a family. Like we'll all go in the backyard together and like the kids will be playing, like we'll have a beer or we'll start a fire or something. So there's like separate time with the kids, yeah. separate work time and then time together and kind of establishing and like separating the day really helps you get through it and creates that routine so you know what to expect and it's not so chaotic. And there's fewer fights when you do that too with your spouse. Wow. I'm like impressed. Yeah. That's, that's like serious. Um, I have nothing to add here because my husband, unlike y'all's, is still going to work every day from eight to five. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't have to deal with this. Um, but I will say <laughs> sometimes I get really jealous when he leaves in the morning. Cause I'm yeah. Like, Oh, like, I know you're going to work. You're not just going to, like, play all day. But in my right. head, it's like, oh, my gosh, you're just leaving. And that's yeah. it. You, like, don't have to do worry about yeah. the kids until, you know, 6 o'clock tonight when you get home and dinner will be on the table and, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. Ryan is, Ryan's, like, still working a little bit. His hours mm-hmm. are, like, a little bit different. But um, it's the same way. Like, I'm, like, he comes home and I'm, like, what are the parking the grocery store yeah. like what's the inner was the interstate crowded what are people saying and he's like mm-hmm. dude like I like I went to one meeting and came home like yeah. I was at like the hospital people are crazy it's not a good situation and I like came home like it wasn't that exciting and I'm like oh, okay. yeah um one of the things that Brian has said this to me before um and I think and I saw it in this article and I thought oh he would totally appreciate this while tensions may be high, try to give your partner the same basic level of courtesy and tolerance you would give a coworker <clears> if your <throat> boss were on the premises. Hand him or her a collared shirt if they're doing a Zoom call. Don't leave dishes in the break room sink. Respect each other's boundaries and save conversations about re-upping your paper towel supply for after work hours. So Brian and I will like frequently say to each other, like, hey, can you treat me like you would treat like the cashier at the grocery store right now? Like you would never be rude to like I mean mm-hmm. I, I hope that you wouldn't I know I wouldn't be rude to like the cashier at the grocery store so like why would you be rude to like your spouse right now and I mean it's kind right, of the same right. way. like you need to treat your spouse like would you be rude to your coworker? no mm-hmm. and like right now that you know they're your coworker, so like you have to treat them with mm-hmm. like the same courtesy that you would treat like you know an acquaintance or like yeah but at the same time you can go home and complain to your husband like about that coworker that's annoying. Yeah, like her. now, like it's the same person. So what are you supposed mm-hmm. to do? This um isn't necessarily spouse related, but I'm sure you guys have seen all the things about like comparing your kids to, you know, like saying my coworker just whenever like yeah. your kids are doing things. Yeah. <laughs> Which cracks me up because literally there's days where I feel like all I hear is like, come wipe my bottom, mom. Come wipe my bottom. Can I have another snack? Is it time to eat? Do I get a special treat? Like, it's it's just funny to think about it in those terms of, like, this is who I'm around all day versus, you know, your normal yeah. where, where you'd be at like work. Like, your and coworkers hearing... don't usually say that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Most of the anyway. time. Most of the time. Yeah. 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 We do work in a newsroom, so things get crazy. Win of the week. Okay. So, uh, moving on to our win of the week. Win um, of the week. So, uh, woohoo. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> we haven't sung in a while, guys. 
We were told we weren't allowed to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're not allowed with that. Um, such a shame. I mean, we have a lot of time. Should we compose our own, like, anger mom song? We could. We could. Um, I hear a lot of Frozen these days, so anything besides Frozen would be great. Um... Brian and I have like conversations about the Frozen songs on our walks, and we'll like pass people, and we'll be like, "Um, like you guys been watching a lot of Frozen?" And we're like, "Yeah, like we have a toddler, you know what I mean?" Like we're like yeah. breaking down like that one song. Who is that by? What did they mean? Yeah, um, we we should have like a, a Facetime about it because that's literally all I do for about an hour each yeah. day is watch mm-hmm. LRA dance and mm-hmm. sing to Frozen songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your okay, win, so- Karen? So that wasn't my win, um, even though she's <laughs> a great, on. she's on. a great singer and dancer. Um, so I, and this is something that's kind of maybe obvious, but you know how sometimes you're so in the weeds with things that you don't really think about it. Um, I was, I've, I've been struggling with the work home balance and um, it kind of took actually my boss saying, you know, like take, give yourself a break on work right now and enjoy this time with your kids you never get this to have this time with your kids and that may seem obvious but it kind of took someone telling me that to kind of shake me out of my um stress overwhelmed how am I going to get everything done mode and it really kind of just put things in a different lens for me and I was like you know what you're right like work looks different right now. Like, and I'm one of those people that like tries to work really hard and then plays really hard. You know, I kind of try to do everything 110%. And right now may not be the time for working, uh, you know, 110% because work just looks different. Not, not to say that I'm not trying hard, but you know what I mean? And, And I think it just really made me realize you know, this is a cool time with our kids, you know, and especially because our kids, all three of us are at such unique ages. And then I was thinking like, you know, I've got gotten to hear Bennett say a lot of her first words that I probably would have missed had I been at work and she'd been at daycare. Um, And so just trying to kind of keep that perspective in the back of our heads of like, this is really something that we should cherish. You know, even on, on, prior episodes of Anchor Moms, we've talked about like, oh, sometimes you want to be a stay-at-home mom to get more time with your kids. Sometimes you want to be working, like that struggle. And and here we kind of get both, right? Yeah. For a little snippet mm-hmm. of time. And even though it's stressful, I don't know, I'm just trying to kind of um, embrace this time with the kids. And like, you know, I get to snuggle them into nap time every day, you know, like just those types of things that you don't normally get to do and all this time that we're getting to spend with them. So you know, talk to me in a couple of hours when everybody's crazy and they've broken another lamp and (laughs) they're all screaming for another TV show, you know, like, I I know it's easier said than done, but just trying to appreciate this time, this really special time that we do have with our kids. Hey, that reminds me, I actually have a win. Oh, Um, the, 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 the baby starting to talk thing. So my son has a really hard name. It's Hartman, which is Mm -hmm. hard for like anyone to say. And especially like a one-year-old. But now she can say brother, although it doesn't sound Aww. like that. It's, it's like, it's like brother, brother, oh. but it's really, it's really, really, really cute. And my last one of the week is look at this. Look what's under here. Woo-hoo. Woo. 
this is what I wore to work on air today, people. Ex- <gasps> exercise tights. Yeah, okay. Exercise good. tights, running socks, and like a silk blouse on top. So like no one knows what's going on below my table down here. So it's super so, comfortable. And it's like to give everyone on a- top and party on the bottom. And yeah. to give everyone some context, you know, you probably have heard like think about oh just like can wear whatever they want on the bottom but Ingrid is the weather person so she always has to stand at that green screen and you have to see her whole self basically and so now finally Ingrid doesn't have to stand in front of a green screen and can wear you know software on the bottom yeah time to gain that 19 pounds 19 pounds here we come software life you're full of wins you didn't even realize I didn't realize I'm yeah winning this week it takes it takes the podcast to really bring it out right it does yeah okay well you guys the perspective you guys stay safe and stay sane and stay healthy and stay healthy (laughs) all right yeah and you should um you know visit us on Instagram visit us on Facebook and um you know Give us a review if you have some downtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be great. We need some more reviews, guys. Thanks okay. so much for listening. Bye, y'all. Have Bye. a good week. Ankle Moms, the park. Thanks for listening.